0: A journalist once asked Albert Einstein, the greatest scientific genius since Isaac Newton, to explain his formula for success. The great thinker thought for a second and then replied, If A is success, I should say the formula is A equals X plus Y plus Z, X being work and Y being play. And what is Z? asked the journalist. Keeping your mouth shut, he replied. What physicists... Kings and queens and the public found endearing was his humanity, his generosity, and his wit, whether he was championing the cause of world peace or probing the mysteries of the universe. Even children would flock to see the grand old man of physics walk the streets of Princeton, and he would return the favor by wiggling his ears back at them. Einstein liked to chat with a particular five-year-old boy who would accompany the great thinker on his walks to the Institute for Advanced Study. One day, while they were strolling, Einstein suddenly burst out in laughter. When the boy's mother asked him what they talked about, her son replied, I asked Einstein if he had gone to the bathroom today. The mother was horrified, but then Einstein replied, I'm glad to have someone ask me a question I can answer. As physicist Jeremy Bernstein once said, everyone who had real contact with Einstein came away with an overwhelming sense of the nobility of the man. The phrase that recurs again and again is his Humanity, the simple, lovable quality of his character. Einstein, who was equally gracious to beggars, children, and royalty alike, was also generous to his predecessors in the illustrious pantheon of science. Although scientists, like all creative individuals, can be notoriously jealous of their rivals and engage in petty squabbles, Einstein went out of his way to trace the origins of the ideas he pioneered back to the giants of physics, including Isaac Newton and James Clerk Maxwell, pictures of whom were prominently displayed on his desk and walls. In fact, the work of Newton on mechanics and gravity, and of Maxwell on light, formed the two pillars of science at the turn of the twentieth century. Remarkably, almost the sum total of all physical knowledge at that time was embodied in the achievements of these two physicists. It's easy to forget that before Newton, the motion of our objects on earth and in the heavens was almost totally unexplained, with many believing that our fates were determined by the malevolent designs of spirits and demons. Witchcraft, sorcery, and superstition were heatedly debated, even at the most learned centers of learning in Europe. Science as we know it did not exist. Greek philosophers, and Christian theologians in particular, wrote that objects moved because they acted out of human-like desires and emotions— To the followers of Aristotle, objects in motion eventually slowed down because they got tired. Objects fell to the floor because they longed to be united with the earth, they wrote. The man who would introduce order into this chaotic world of spirits was in a sense the opposite of Einstein in temperament and personality. While Einstein was always generous with his time and quick with the one-liner to delight the press, Newton was notoriously reclusive with a tendency toward paranoia. Deeply suspicious of others, he had bitter long-standing feuds with other scientists over priority. His reticence was legendary. When he was a member of the British Parliament during the 1689-1690 to session, the only recorded incident of his speaking before the august body was when he felt a draft and asked an usher to close the window. According to biographer Richard S. Westfall, Newton was a tortured man, an extremely neurotic personality who teetered always, at least through middle age, on the verge of breakdown.